0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie, and sadly, there is no awesome sound effects or voice changers or anything fancy like that in this episode, because my mixer is a piece of shit. Yay! <laughs> no. So, um, first off, sorry for being um, a day late yet again, but with that being said... I do have a new mixer on the way. It'll be here tomorrow. Um, I contemplated waiting until tomorrow to record, but when it comes in, we won't get home from work until late, which means that we'd have to try to figure out how to work this one, get all hooked up, do a bunch of sound checks, and it would be very, very, very late before I got the episode out. Number one, I don't have the energy to spend all night um, recording that late after getting all the kinks worked out. Number two, you guys deserve to have your episode on time or at least as close as possible. So, we are just going straight. Um, I actually started attempting to record yesterday at noon. And at 7 o'clock, I was like, you know what, fuck this. Um, I'm not in the right headspace to do this. I give up for the day. So, I... um, stopped (laughs) i did not know that there was feedback in the last episode i published because when i did spot checks there was no feedback so i'm a little pissed off that um i didn't catch that so i'm really sorry but this will be the last crappy episode and then we will have all new equipment so the mic i have is really amazing it's great um but the mixer is trash i will never buy that one again so it's fine but we had a great day Saturday. Um, after work, Trav and I went out bone hunting and collecting. I did not find a whole lot, which is good, which means that not many deer were hit over the winter and dragged into the woods to die. So that is a plus for Mother Nature. But I did collect some ones that I feel were older bones that maybe I'd missed from last year or um, had been unearthed at a later time. than we would went... So there is the video for YouTube is actually loading now. Um, hopefully it won't take two days like it did last week. But um, I added in a bunch of different clips of things that I was doing. There's a video of us out in the woods where we were bone hunting. There's a video of me outside with my flowers, the dried flowers that we have hanging, um, my little side spot and just a few different things. So. Also did a little more in-depth tour of my room because some people had requested to see my apothecary items closer up. So I think it turned out pretty well. It's loading now. Um, this was my third Monday off, and I still did not get to just do what I wanted. So hopefully the fourth one will be the charm, and next Monday I can just do whatever I want. So with that said, I'm gonna try to keep it simple into the subject today and not do a whole bunch of talking about other random things except for I don't remember if it got cut out of the episode or not. So, because I talk about deities in this episode and mispronounce them because you guys know I mispronounce all kinds of things and that's fine because that's who I am as a person and we've accepted it. I'm going to start doing a deity spotlight. Once a month there'll be an episode that is specifically about a deity and um, that god or goddess will be one that is not as well known as some of the others so we can start to learn about uh, other goddesses that just and gods that are not um in the spotlight always so we're going to put a spotlight on them ourselves we will also um it will help me and in turn hopefully you guys uh with pronunciation because i suck at pronouncing a lot of their names so let's dive into today. Today we are talking about Letha, the summer solstice. I have called it Letha for many years because that's what I was taught. Some people prefer Letha, so I will say both in and out of the episode just because in real life I say both. And we will continue to say both. So summer solstice. We're going to do this like we did. um Montane, it is so steeped in tradition and we have been doing a lot of the traditional aspects of the difference habits for many many years we are in modern times now it is a big change from where our brother and sister witches were back then to where we are now and I believe truly that we need to start adapting and evolving our traditions as well I don't want to take away from the traditional rituals and beliefs and origins of the of the this, of sabbath this but i do want to take those and kind of put a spin on them that works for us today and will also work for witches who are still in the broom closet because i want everyone to feel like they are celebrating in a way that is not just from the shadows or from the sidelines everybody should feel the power of this day and i want everybody to feel that power so as a quick refresher, um, if you want the traditional episodes, I believe there are two of them that I have done on um, Letha and they're in the previous season one and season two. If you want those, go back and listen to them. But today we are going to put more modern spin on it. So, um, all right, let's refresh. Obviously, Letha is the summer solstice. It is the longest day with the shortest night. This year it is Wednesday, June 21st. Um, I I know some people get very specific on the exact time of the day as well but I'm going to be honest with you guys there are times where I've not been able to celebrate on the exact Sabbath so I will celebrate the weekend before, weekend after, the day after it does not matter as long as you feel okay with it you feel connected with it because say it with me guys there's no wrong way to be a witch so do what feels right for you but this is a time that it marks the first day of summer and it's a time of joyous celebrations it is a time of really just sitting back and observing and appreciating everything that is around us the crops have been planted and they are all growing uh, in the Midwest we have the saying knee-high by the 4th of July in reference to the corn I do find it kind of odd that um, we're the ones that uh, measure corn by, by that Status, but um, I will say, in recent years, it has been much higher by the Fourth of July. So that statement has kind of fallen out. But it is very funny. Um, anyone who lives in the Midwest, I'm sure, has heard that that saying if, it, if they've been around a while. So, um, but it is a great reference to where things should be. Like our crops and our plants and our flowers are all growing and and blooming, in the sun is just filling us with this free energy and re recharging our batteries. And he's just giving us a, a wonderful amount of love and peace and brightness and boosts of energy. And we're going to honor him, the sun. <laughs> Excuse me. The woods and the forest are in full peak. Now everything is very, um, plush. Nope that's not the right word everything is huge and and just full uh, trying to look into the woods yesterday you guys will see if you watch the video it is very very full you can hide in there very well no one's going to see you because that coverage is so thick and full all around there's just an abundance of everything wildlife and especially people people are out and about everywhere because The sun has warmed up our area and made it nicer, and we are able to go out and enjoy things without freezing to death. But please, whatever you do, however you go out and celebrate, wear some sunscreen, protect your skin. The sun is amazing, but he also does um, not always agree with our skin. So, in ancient Greek times, the Solstice Festival marked a time of social equality. They celebrated equality basically equality and what we are celebrating in the month of June for pride and equality and acceptance. And that's kind of a very interesting tie back to it because we are all trying to be equal as witches with the people of the world and we just want to, you know, be accepted. So, kind of interesting. Some of the traditional celebrations were hilltop bonfires, they would actually light giant, large wheels on fire and roll them down the hill. I'm not sure why. I really don't know why. Um, I have tried to figure it out for years. I don't get it. I know there's some type of, you know, special connection with it. But to me, I would just be scared That's going to, like, go and beer off to the side and, like, wipe out somebody's whole house or something. But you know, whatever, but it was marked with, with just large bonfires and dancing and singing, and especially dancer on the maypole. And there was a lot of marriages that occurred on the summer solstice. It was called hand fasting, um, the tradition of getting married on the summer solstice. And it became a big deal, which in turn is kind of what sets off uh, wedding season. If you notice, there are lots and lots of weddings in the summertime and a lot of people, uh, Probably don't even realize that it dates back to hand fasting celebrations way back when. Pagan Ritz, am I right? But I, I the one, like, <laughs> the uh, one tradition that just, I don't know if I could ever do, a lot of times they would jump through fire, walk through fire, jump over it or try to walk through fire as a, um, As for luck, basically. But I think you would need luck to get through that fire without catching on fire and dying. Maybe that's just me, but I think it would freak me out. And I'm going to pass on the whole walking through fire shit. So, before we get into modern celebrations, oh shit, let's um, go over some of the traditional signs and symbols of Letha that are actually still um, things that we can incorporate into our modern celebrations today. So, colors are blue, gold, green, yellow, pink, purple. Basically, look to nature for your palette of inspiration and you'll kind of understand why those colors are represented for the summer solstice. Crystals and stones would be a peridot, diamond, emerald, lapis lazuli, amber, garnet, obsidian, moonstone, and jade. Love me a good moonstone. Just, I'm on a kick of moonstone lately, so. Symbols would obviously be um, the element of fire represented with bonfires and sun wheels and flowers are in there. Different flowers and plants that represent or uh, have ties to the summer solstice would be oak, mistletoe, elderflower, lavender, pine, fern, and rose deities. And you guys know I'm going mispronounce to mispronounce some of these, and it's fine. Aphrodite, Astarte, uh, Freya, Ishtar, Helios, Lou, uh, Souls, I can't remember writing Ra. Zeus and Thor, and there's a few others. Um, It just kind of depends on what source you look at as to how they put it in there. There are a couple that um, I feel like were left off the list, but we will talk about that in a later episode. Animals or... I guess insects could be considered animals. Butterflies, robins, horses, and lightning bugs. And I know somebody out there is screaming, they're not fucking lightning bugs. They are fireflies. Well, here in the Midwest, they are lightning bugs. And they're disappearing. We used to walk outside, and you'd see 20 of them in the backyard in, like, the first 65 seconds that you were outside. But now, I haven't seen one yet this year. And I think last year I saw, like, four the whole fucking summer long. So... If anybody knows what happened to the lightning bugs, can you please let me know? Because I'm a little worried about them, and I like them to come back. I really like them. Herbs would be mugwort, vervain, chamomile, lily of fern, lavender, thyme, daisy, honeysuckle, and Saint John's wort. Um, I <laughs> when I was little, and people talk about Saint John's wort, I thought it was some like famous person named Saint John who had a wart on him, and somehow his wart was famous. I, I don't know, to this day I still have not figured out or understood it, but I thought for years that um, the wart belonged to some famous saint named Don. But I digress. <laughs> All right, this is a great time to do spell work in protection spells and love magic. So if you were looking for a sign, this is your sign. Love magic, do some now. So, for food, some of the traditional uh, Letha dishes would be um, lavender and lemon shortbread, lamb quarters, and wild mushroom quiche, elderflower wine, honeysuckle wine, and wild black raspberry jam. Some of the ingredients that they would add into uh, dishes just for the extra connection to the solstice. Basically, any fucking thing with honey was spot on. Like, it was key. and need to be part of it. It was very, very important. Elderberry, strawberries, fennel, thyme, fresh greens, mead, and light wines. So I always make sun tea during the summer, um, but I use just a little bit of sugar, some black tea bags, and honey. I will add honey to everything that I can possibly add honey to. I love honey. I just... a connection with it i would like to use a lot to substitute for like different sweeteners but i really really like to use honey for a lot of things it is um just a wonderful flavor to add into everything and i just love how sweet it is continuing traditions is an amazingly wonderful thing but i also like i said i truly believe that we need to start adapting our traditions we have changed and evolved in so many ways that our craft has also changed and evolved in so many ways. So, it stands to reason that we would change and evolve some of our traditions and ways of celebrating. I'm not saying get rid of everything of it. I'm saying let's make some new traditions to pass on to future generations of witches for them to look back and say, hey, this is what they were doing in the late 1900s, early 2000s. Now, we can take those traditions and build on them to create our own traditions. Because by that time, shit's going to change again. Who knows what's going to have changed and evolved by the time that we're, you know, seven generations down. And their time to celebrate the summer solstice. So, Litha is about growth and things being in full bloom and appreciation for the sun, for getting them there. The light has won. It has taken over the darkness. It has more persistence. And that's something that we need to look inside ourselves for. So we need to celebrate the sun's power by also celebrating ourselves. It's now becoming a day of inner power and brightness and a celebration of our growth and where we are now and how we got here. So I made a list of different ways that we can celebrate Letha in a more modern fashion, which still pays tribute to traditional ways, but also allows for the busy working person, the parent, the broom closet member, the witch inside of us, inside of every one of us to be able to celebrate in a way that we feel connected to everything and really feel like we are part of something bigger than our own tiny celebration. So the most probably easiest way to celebrate and not tip anybody off as to what you're doing is to get your fucking ass outside. That's really it. Uh, That is the easiest way. Now I understand some people cannot go outside They just cannot and that's completely fine too because you can open a window you can even just look out a window or you can bring nature inside with you there's lots of different things you can do different options but you're not limited if you are unable to go outside it it doesn't just stop you completely from celebrating so if you are able to go outside soak up the sun take a walk in the woods if you can if not just around the block or even just in front of your house or apartment or something or in the parking lot or just go sit outside. Let the sun's rays soak into your body for a moment. Feel that heat. Feel that energy. Filling your body with energy and refreshing your soul. Feel the power of the sun seeping into you and connecting with your power and your energy and becoming one with the sun for just that moment. He's gentle, for the most part. <laughs> please wear some kind of sunscreen, protectant of some sort. Please, please, please. I know we all want golden tans. Well, some people do. I'm, I'm cool being white, um, like pasty white, because I burn like crazy. But we, we uh, skin cancer has gotten crazy. So um, please just be cautious. Please, please, please. But while you're out there, Take a moment to look up at the sky. Don't look directly at the sun. Look up the sky look up at the sky. Find a few clouds. There may not be a whole lot out because it's supposed to be a pretty gorgeous day, I believe. But look up out at the clouds and try a little cloud scrying. You know, I've told you guys before the story a million times of when I was little and we would take trips and I thought the moon was following me and I was some kind of special moon child and had this deep connection with the moon because she followed me literally everywhere I went and for years and years and years I thought I was very special. I still think I am, but that's beside the point. One day you guys will be like, yeah, you know what? Cassie was the moon child. She was right. She's connected to the sun their Bf- or the moon. They're BFS. It's real. But anyway. That was my thing to do at night when we were driving was to stare at the moon and watch her follow me. During the day when we would take trips, I loved to clouds cry. And it doesn't get boring because the clouds are evolving and changing as they move. Therefore, what you see in them will also change and move. Uh, I, I really find it very interesting because I feel it's like Mother Nature has painted this gorgeous painting for me to try to decipher for myself as to what each cloud is meant to be, or a message, or something. And it's just so fun and just a beautiful thing to look at because the clouds, they only stay that way for a second, and then they change and adapt, and it is just a very soul-touching moment. For me, I, I know that I'm different sometimes, but I feel like if you guys try it and you love it you will feel like you always love it if you try it and you don't like it you're probably never going to like it but just give it a shot just you know at least try if you want as far as not being able to um, go outside if you open the window let some fresh air in um, or see how going to bring something in have someone bring in some um, pine cones or some leaves or something flowers pick wildflowers. that is on my list also um, something that will bring a connection to you with the earth and the sun I actually stopped this morning I was out in the country Um, I went and took my kids somewhere and Mace, my oldest one, we went for a ride in the country and I stopped on the side of the road to pick some wild lilies and they're so gorgeous, I love them they're bright, orange and just absolutely gorgeous I love them so they are in a vase on my kitchen counter because that's where they go for me anyway (laughs) but something just bring any part of the inside in with you anything that you find that connects you and makes you feel connected another way that we can celebrate and this is huge for our inner power and brightness empowerment movement here for the solstice is to find a quiet spot and meditate about the light and dark forces in our own lives and the things we have been through and the fights we have won the battles that we still have going on and all that comes with it, Every, all that in between. Um, we all deal with our own demons and darkness, and the light has been winning a lot more than it had before, so now we need to celebrate that and appreciate it. And we're going to do that by reflecting on what we've been through, what we've overcome, and celebrating our power, our struggle, our growth, and our brightness. And enjoy that feeling of triumph as you reflect back as to how far you've come. A bonfire, obviously, is a great way to celebrate. The element of fire is a giant symbol for the solstice. Fire is fire. Whether fire is outside, fire is inside. Fire is fire. You can have a giant bonfire outside, which I know is incredibly hard for people to do sometimes unless you live in an area where you have that freedom in that space and the laws allow it or you have a little tiny fire in your fire pit I know that some ordinances, some towns have ordinances that say you can only have an open fire for cooking and that sucks but to get around that you have a bag of marshmallows next to you or a peg of hot dogs and a stick you're cooking hot dogs you're roasting marshmallows you can also if you have a grill that is um like a, a pit grill of any kind. And as like, well, I guess, I guess you can still use gas grill too. We have a Weber style because Travis refuses to use charcoal. He likes to use wood. We barely cook on it, but the whole situation. Anyway, the point is that um, we will throw wood in the fire pit or in the grill and light it on fire and have just a small fire that way as well. So you still get both um, the value of both and able to do it. If you are unable to do either of those things, you can take a cauldron, a fireproof dish, a glass dish, whatever it is you use in your um, craft work and light things on fire. There are charcoal discs, some bay leaves, some things that you want to leave behind, some things you want to seal, you know, write on paper and seal your intentions, throw them in, light them up, have a little bit of fire that way. Light a candle, if nothing else. Lighting candles is just a wonderful way to celebrate anything at any time, anyway. So, I mean, at if, if the very least, you have you are scared to do any other celebrations without anyone finding out. Light a candle. That's literally not going to tip anybody off because everybody lights candles anymore. Take advantage of the flame. Whatever you're doing, whether it be a giant fucking bonfire, a tiny fire in your glass dish, a fire in your um, Grill or just lighting a candle. Take advantage of the fire of the flame. Watch her dance. Watch the fire flames just dance and try some fire scrying. It is so fun and amazing because it changes constantly. I will tell you something I like to do is I like to take pictures of the fire burning and I will you know take several pictures and see what I can see in each picture. Like in the flames, I'll zoom in and kind of see what jumps out at me. And it's really fun because it gives you more time to let it soak in it's not just an instant second because the flames change that fast sometimes we don't have the full time to let everything soak in and hit us as to what we're seeing so taking in a picture or you can do a video and just pause it wherever either way having that as a backup to slow it down and take it on your time is a very very fun and exciting way to uh fire scry and you'd be amazed at the things that you're gonna see that you probably never thought you would see in fire and it's really fucking cool and it's a great way to feel connected to the elements and to the sun and mother earth super super fun gathering friends and family or like-minded people to go out and celebrate um In different, there's so many different ways, uh, some people like to celebrate alone, some people like to celebrate in big groups, it's honestly, it's just up to you, um, I don't really like to be around a lot of people, (laughs) you guys know, I just get socially drained really easily around a lot of people that are not like-minded, um, especially my family, like my extended family, not my husband and children, sorry, there's a car, but I do like to be around like-minded people who share my same interests and thought processes and beliefs and spend time with them and things like this. And one time or sometime very shortly, I would like to um, get a lot of witches together here in Attica and go to the trails at the Ravine park. There's a beautiful clearing back there with um, tables where we can have a picnic and just sit and enjoy some time together with like minded people out in nature and enjoying ourselves and our company and just being around each other but if you have like-minded people or family and friends that you want to gather with to celebrate that's fantastic and it's a great way to celebrate decorating your altar or your home with greenery this is a way to basically um, honor the things that have grown from the ground and from mother earth and through the suns energy and power so decorating is not something that's necessarily going to set people off if you just kind of redecorate things and it doesn't have to necessarily be greenery you can redecorate your altar in general just for the summer time as in a you know way to honor it with fresh flowers or greenery or anything that makes you feel connected to that time of year honestly it's year-round i like to change my decorations up a lot um i still have some up here from the winter solstice that I've been kind of keeping around because they um, have brought me a lot of luck and just have a very strong connection to, so I don't see them going away anytime soon but I do feel like I am going to be adding some uh, new fresh flowers and maybe some different things I always add pine cones because they're always I hear you around these little baby ones that are absolutely adorable um, I've got a lot of ideas for what I'm going to do I'll take pictures once I get it done but it's always a lot of fun. Walk outside barefoot. I cannot stress enough how amazing this feels. It's just a connection. You feel like your your power is shooting through your feet into the earth and the earth's power shooting through the ground into your feet, into your body and you just feel this amazing connection. I know not everybody enjoys barefootness. I love being barefoot during the summer when it is just it just makes me feel so alive my mother refuses to be barefoot i'm surprised she takes her socks up in the shower to be honest um (laughs) it's she's the kind of person who wears socks with sandals and it makes you cringe so she never goes barefoot and it's horrible because i love it so much and i i know some people just have a thing about their feet being exposed and that's fine that's you but i personally love the grounding feeling and that surge of power that comes into me from Mother Earth by being barefoot in the ground or on the ground so this is a time of Like I said, joy and abundance and connection with all living things. So this is where we might connect with things in nature. I would say go to a zoo, but that's fucking depressing to have the animals locked up and being there. If you can go to like a wildlife exhibit um, where they are still able to be wild and you're in their territory kind of, um, go out into the woods, obviously be careful. But being around just nature in general and living things is a great way to celebrate and honor the sun and the summer solstice and just really feel connected with the earth and everything going on i really really truly love the fact that we have these little baby raccoons living up here and i get to watch them all the time and i really want to just domesticate them um so, when I started recording yesterday's podcast, I was telling you guys my plan for today. The only thing I had on my agenda, besides doing the video before I knew the podcast was going to be delayed, was to build a ramp to my attic and have it op- open like the little hatch thing. I don't know what the fuck it's called. And build a ramp so the baby coons can come down into the house and they will feel my energy. They will sense that I am a healer and I'm a lover and they will domesticate themselves and live with me forever. Travis does not like this idea. He says it's bad. I think that's rude. But we will wait till next Monday because he's already home from work now and I didn't get to do it. So, next Monday, I'm going to open it up and let some baby coons come in here so they can feel me, love me, and domesticate themselves to be my friends forever. So make your own traditions um use this as a time to kind of connect and express gratitude and check in with yourself this is something we uh definitely need to stay more in touch with you will hear me talk about self-care self-love all of that and basically every fucking episode i do because it is so very important it is the life force that keeps us going and we will fill everyone else's cup and leave ours bone-fucking-dry we'll a lot fucking truck but we have to stop doing that we have to fill our cups as well and I'm going to continue to preach that to you guys until I feel like we're all doing it and I say all because I myself um, tell you guys over and over and over how to, you know how important it is and then sometimes I don't put myself first and fill my own cup when I need to so I'm doing this as a reminder for myself as well which is very important but this is a time to make your own traditions and kind of create your own new little how do I don't want to say it rituals that are an appreciation and an honorary ritual event for yourself because you deserve it very much as well and we just don't give ourselves that kind of credit Color magic. This is probably super fucking easy to do. Wear yellow or gold to honor the sun. Decorate something with yellow or gold or any of the fucking colors that are out in nature to honor the summer solstice and to honor yourself. And if you wear black all the time, like I do, put a fucking gold headband in or anything. Sorry, loudest motorcycle. Put a gold candle on your altar and light it or literally anything that makes you feel connected to summertime and to the solstice and mother earth and the sun and anything that you consider to be a connection to Letha. It's that simple. Anything you feel a connection to. Meditate under the sun. Soak in the rays and absorb the sun's energy. I think I mentioned this a little bit ago, but it's it's just an amazing feeling when that sun hits you. Yes, it's draining. We feel tired after we spent a whole day in the sun. But if we're doing it with the purpose and intention of refilling our soul and recharging our soul and having that that power boost to our soul, our body will not be as tired because our soul is going to be beaming with fucking energy and it's going to be an amazing, amazing time. Let's go ahead and get the little ad out of the way and then we will kind of carry on with some more of the... New York traditions that we're going to make. And we're back. All right, let's continue on our list of ways to celebrate Letha in a more modern way. New traditions, if you will. Bring nature inside. I think I already said that, but bring nature inside. Redress your altar with nature. Do whatever combination that you feel represents you honoring and celebrating the summer solstice and the sun and Letha and all of those things. Whatever you feel has a connection is what you need to do, what you need to put on your altar or in your home or whatever. If you don't want to, don't do it. It's really up to you. Uh, again, outside, I cannot, I cannot stress enough how outside the sun, just letting the sun just touch your skin for a moment is a wonderful way to feel connected. Um, I actually just took a five-second break. Five seconds for you guys, more like um, 20 minutes for me to go smoke a cigarette and walk around barefoot and enjoy the sun soaking down on me, and of course my feet and the earth connecting and the energy change exchange, I should say just an amazing, amazing feeling, so I feel recharged I feel relaxed I feel just oh, zen set your summer intentions and write affirmations for the summer a lot of people will change up their affirmations based on the season because of seasonal depression and some people get depressed during summer it, it it does happen some people prefer the cold winter gloomy days and some people just don't like summer and that's okay because we're all entitled to have our own feelings and embrace them and validate them so write affirmations for the summer for things that you want to continue to train your brain to think about or to believe because it's not like you're lying to yourself you really are an amazing person you really are motivated you really are doing what's best for yourself but sometimes we just let the world get in the way and we don't really appreciate it at all so set some um Summer intentions, things that you want to make sure are going to happen, that you're going to change about you, or whatever it is that you want to do. Do some affirmations for the summer to remind yourself of the badass that you really are because you are a badass, and that's something that's very, very important that you need to remind yourself. Work with flowers, do a floral arrangement, um, or bring them in and hang, you know, pick some wildflowers, like I said, and hang them up to dry. I have several outside that are taking forever to dry. Um, it's in the video that's posting to YouTube, but I have a bunch that I got and I love them. I don't remember if I told you guys in this episode or not, but I most places like flower shops, I'm not saying um, to rob the flower shop. Not what I'm saying at all. If you check dumpsters, a lot of times people will, especially at grocery stores and convenience stores when they get um, bouquets of flowers that are dying or um, have that little bit of mold down on the bottom where they're connected together inside the packaging, they'll toss them out in the dumpster. And that's crazy because I will get them and I'll take them home and I will hang them to dry so I can add them to my collection for either dried flowers or um, in my mixed things that I keep them in. Like I'll do like a mixed container of dried flowers, make I do all sorts of things, but go out and pick some wildflowers or find some in the dumpster just if you do um please abide by the law where it says you know no trespassing if you're not allowed in the dumpster don't get in there and please remember to always leave it in better shape than when you got there some people will get into dumpsters when they dumpster dive and they'll make a trash fucking absolute trash ass mess and it's horrible so please don't be that person but you can find flowers everywhere go for a ride Find some flowers on the side of the road in the country and that are wild or so just don't pick them out in my yard or steal them whatever. But bring them in. Decorate your home with them. Add them into your home. Make a floral arrangement out of wild flowers. Hang them to dry. Wear a fucking flower in your hair. Just whatever you want to do with them. It's your choice, your tradition, your celebration. These are just suggestions. Um, gather and hang herbs to dry for the coming year. This is something that I wish I would have planted sooner, I was way behind, and then I told you guys i went to tractor supply, and I'm just going to get some of theirs up there to grow um, they're already planted in little pots but their hybrid lavender is bullshit I don't think it was actually lavender of any type, not even a hybrid because it smelled like Clorox and something else, and it was just not lavender, it didn't even look anywhere close to lavender, I know it's a hybrid, but there's just no way so, um I still might go see what they have, and even if they're dying, I can dry them out so but anyway that's a great way so you have your herbs for the winter coming up even if you're going to like cook with them or just do spell work with them or whatever you have them because they're doing it now and you're drying them out take time to give thanks for the blessing in your life well, this is something we don't do near enough where we try we focus on only around like holidays that are about you know thankfulness but this is something that we need to do more often and I'm myself personally, I'm trying to work it into an every week ritual where I thank the earth and the universe and mother nature for everything I have, all the blessings and wonderful things that have got me where I am. And all of you amazing 10,600 10, plus best friends. Um, I, I really want to show my appreciation and do things. I make a point to show my people at work how much i appreciate them and how thankful i am for them every single day uh, nobody ever did that for me so i want to make sure that i do that for them and thank them for all of their work and dedication that helps me do my job easier even though sometimes they don't make it easier but you know fay work this is a touchy one i do plan on doing a full episode on the fae later on There's just a lot to it. It'll be a multi-parter and it's something that I feel like, um, I want to have a few special guests for people who are way more experienced with working Faye and people who, um, can tell some of their stories. So definitely something uh, I'd like to do, like interviewing a few people and have that recorded soundbite, um, for, to play for everyone. So if you have done a lot of work with the Faye and are interested in something like that, let me know, because I think it will be a lot of fun. But work with the Fae. Leave an offering. Uh, build a little fairy house um, to show appreciation to the Fae for them, you know, not murdering you in your sleep. Just joking. Uh, but just to kind of show your appreciation for everything. I like to leave little shiny things. Um, different goods. Uh, I always double check. I will literally Google like 19 times what exactly Fae like and what they don't like and check cross reference all kinds of things different sources so i am not pissing them off because that's something i don't want to do eat fresh fruits there you go you've celebrated you are eating an apple or a pear or something you got from a farmer's market go to a farmer's market just enjoy it and that is your celebration nobody's gonna think twice if you buy a fresh piece of fruit and eat it on the summer solstice and celebration of litha no one is going to think different or question it at all it's a great way to celebrate to feel connected to, to the earth and the sun because the sun helped grow that and you're putting it in your body and therefore you are ingesting the energy and the magical power of that fruit very simple make dream pillows so this would be something where you would take like a little sachet pouch and maybe put mugwort in it and sew into your pillowcase or just put it in your pillowcase. Some people um, will actually make a pillow itself, like with stuffing and everything, and they'll put a bag it inside the pillow. I want to change mine out and, and be able to wash it and everything. I don't want it to get wet in there. Um, so some people make like an access panel where you can take it in and out. I like to add it to my pillowcase. My pillowcases are um, the two that I use, and I, I wash regularly to be safe, but um, they came from goddess provisions they are satin the pink satin pillowcases with the moon uh, crescent moon on them and they have a little pouch inside each one for crystals or whatever you feel like putting in there i have put mugwort in um, and it keeps away nightmares and encourages insightful dreaming um, another herb you can use just basically depends on what you want to do um, it just depends on your intentions or what you're wanting to come out of it but Do a little research on what kind of herbs to use for whatever you're trying to happen or you know make happen and it'll be a lot of fun to to do and please if you do that journal the changes that you have because i'm really interested to see the effects that people have from different things with mugwort i have um more vivid dreams i have more where i feel connected more like um i'm getting messages i have an easier time astral projecting with mugwort in my pillowcase than I do with any other herb but I also don't have as many nightmares I do have very fucked up weird dreams um, in a way a bit psychedelic and sometimes I think that that is a sign when I have that that it's time to switch out the mugwort and try something else or give it a break for a few days you know a few nights sleep without anything in there but I do feel like um, I get that psychedelic effect after a little while of some trippy ass dreams but that's okay that's okay all right, what else do we have on my list? Um, daydream. Lay outside and daydream. This is something that I love to do. Um, I, Like I said, I am white as fuck. I am pasty white, and I'm okay with that. I've got a farmer's hand going on at, at the moment. I don't need to be real dark because I just can't. My pigmentation is fading, so I'm okay with that. But I do like to kind of even out when I have this farmer's hand just so I don't look so bad. But I also just like to lay... Hang on. Loud truck, motorcycle something decided so to rub up. I do like to just lay out there uh, with sunscreen, of course, so I don't burn and fry, but I like to lay out in the sun and just absorb its rays, and to me his rays just kind of covering my whole body and casing me and filling me with his energy and the power that comes with that. When I do this, I usually lay there with my eyes closed because obviously I'm not going to stare at the sun. And I just like to let my brain and my mind just wander and just go free, kind of like I'm meditating. I will close my eyes and sometimes I'll start out in the field, my nirvana, if you will, and just let my brain wander and take me out. And my brain, I will get up. It's like astral projecting, but during the day and outside. You just kind of wander around that field of where you're at and just go walk amongst the flowers and the wildlife and just be at peace and harmony with all of it. And it's a truly amazing experience. I love it. Uh, Just remember not to be out there too long. Drink plenty of water so that you do not get overheated because it can be hot as fuck around here. (laughs) This one's going to seem a bit much, but it is a huge thing that people do. It's a huge, huge um spot for celebrating the summer solstice is visiting Stonehenge I did not um, ever realize that that would be something that would be such a huge deal and I'm still looking into different things but I mean it does make sense do I look but visiting Stonehenge for the summer solstice is a huge um, spot for celebration which is kind of cool watching the sunrise and set on Lilith, uh, Litha, I almost set on Lilith. Only that is a great way to really show appreciation to the sun and the battle of the light over the dark and just kind of really seal the the solstice. Make a wand. This is something that I have done a couple times. I like the one I bought, but I have made a few wands. They're kind of like laying around my room here. My problem is, is that I feel bad breaking off a tree you know, stick and then I feel like I'm hurting it and then it's a the whole situation. So, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but, you know. Another really cool thing to do would be to observe and study the sun. Um, don't stare directly at the sun. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, but I just want to um, because, you know, it can be very mesmerizing. And I feel like sometimes it kind of like... Pulls me in and wants me to look directly at it. And it's not good, so don't do that. But um, yeah, for sure. Studying and observing the sun and its rays and how it moves. And learning to tell time by the sun is an amazing thing through its rays. Obviously, you have to look at it. um, But I can come pretty damn close. Um, I taught myself as a kid, actually, during the summer fucking solstice, to be honest. um, I Back then, when we were younger, we didn't have phones or um, half the technology. And we would go out and ride our bikes, and our parents would say, you know, be home when the street lights come on, or you know, be home by 6, time to eat, and then you go back out and play, whatever. But ha- hardly any of us ever wore a watch. We didn't have phones. There weren't things around to tell you time all the time. It, we would literally call um, zero on the pay phone, for the operator, to tell us what time it was like. That's how it was back then. So learning to tell time by the sun was something that helped me to get home on time, so I would not be in trouble, and just something I found very interesting. I'm not going to say that I am right on time and dead on it, but I am. I can get pretty close, and I I think it's a something that is a very good trait to have for when the end of the world happens and the apocalypse is here and everything goes to shit. So just a, a good tool to learn. <laughs> Um, have a picnic even if it's just you, you go outside and eat your lunch outside take your lunch break outside that's a fucking picnic you're eating outside that's a picnic true definition of a picnic eating outside so take your lunch break or a snack even a bag of gas station chips or a yogurt or a pudding or a cheese stick or something sit outside and eat it there's your picnic there you have celebrated and no one it's any the wiser as to what you are celebrating or why excellent ideas Doll making, it is a traditional, obviously a uh, traditional, what? I lost the fucking word, it's a tradition, fuck, a traditional way to celebrate, but it's also kind of fun, so you can literally make a doll out of anything, um, you can use stuffing and material, you can use straw, you can use hemp, you can use plastic, you can 3D print the motherfucker for all I care, make a poppet of some sort, Anything you want to do, it's your deal. You can dress up a fucking Barbie. Buy a Barbie doll for five bucks at Dollar Store and take some old clothes or a balloon or something, a old sock, and make a fucking outfit for your Barbie. And there you have made a doll or a voodoo doll or a puppet or whatever you choose to call it because it's your craft and say it with me. There's no wrong way to be a witch. There we go. Do some divination work. This is a great time to... Anytime, honestly, is a great time to do divination, but with scrying and just getting in touch with the spiritual world in any way, shape, or form is just a great way to honor the Sabbath at any time, any Sabbath. It's always a great way to honor it. Just something that's always fun to do anyway. Pick up trash. This is something that we can do in honor of Mother Earth and of the sun and the universe and everything, but people are pigs unfortunately people litter constantly and it's horrible i just don't understand how people can unconscious throw their trash out their car window when they're driving drives me nuts and i know in bigger cities they have people that go out and pick up trash and are paid for it they have people who are doing community service who go and pick up trash and they're paying their debt quote unquote to society with that but i think that we as humans should be just not littering and i Like to go out and pick up trash. Charm and I will walk our block and just kind of take a bag with us and pick up any trash we see and kind of clean up. Um, It's just something I feel like it's my duty to do to help make the, the earth a little bit better of a place, especially my area of a place. Burn candles. I said earlier, literally light a candle. It burns. Close your eyes for a second. Meditate. Set an intention out. Whatever. Bam. You're done. You've, you've celebrated, and nobody's the wiser as to what the hell you're doing. Go camping. That is always fun, and it's better to go camping through the week when there's less people there. It's not as crowded. But if, obviously, you have to wait till the weekend, you're still able to honor the Sabbath on the weekend. It's not a big deal. Farmer's markets, obviously, and like I said, sun tea with honey because we're throwing honey in everything this summer. Honey is just a wonderful additive to any dish, to be honest. Um, Once I started adding this barbecue sauce, everybody was putting honey in everything. But honey is just an ingredient that is from the earth and witches use it all the time. It's been around forever for us. And now I'm seeing it come out more and more and more, added to a lot of things. Did you guys know Time Out, Little Debbie's um, Cosmic Brownies, did you know they have honey in them? I did not until the other day. And it makes me so happy and explains why I love them so much. So... That makes total sense for me. Take a walk in your garden, whether it be a big garden or a tiny garden or an herb garden, just do some gardening and tend to your garden. Pick some dead leaves off, brush stuff around. Just do whatever makes you feel happy. Make sun catchers. I think this is a great idea. I love it. It's a great way to honor the sun and to really feel a connection, but I am not good at it. Um, mine always look really childlike, a, um, very, very childlike, very similar to a kindergarten making, kindergartner making a sun catcher. They would probably do a much better job than I would, sadly, but I like them. So that's fine. Donate food or clothes. This is something that we are doing in light of our growth and our inner power. And we are moving on from the old, but we're donating those items to people who could use them and they will have our powers connected to them and move on and we're donating to somebody else. The Same with food, we are putting our hearts and our energy and our powers into that food and we're donating to those who are less fortunate. This is just something that, you know, it's good to do anytime around. I don't know if I told you guys, but I actually took my stuff to the thrift store to donate the same day I put it in my car, and I feel like I should get an award for that, because I normally drive around with it for no less than six months. It will literally sit in my trunk for a minimum of six months before I take it to donate it somewhere. Not because I am lazy or forgot or anything like that. I don't know why. I really can't tell you why. I know it's there. I know I need to go there. I'll go to the same fucking place that I'm going to go donate them, but I just won't take them out and do it. But the other day, or a couple months ago, I did. I literally put it, I guess it was about a month ago. I put it directly in my trunk and got in there and drove right to the place, backed up, opened my hatch, put them in the box, and donated them same day. It made me feel great. Pick wildflowers, I said, that's, um... I put on those list twice because I think it's so fun. I guess I forgot. Try a new practice. Learn something new in honor of growth. We are growing. We are learning. We are evolving. This is something that can be a lot of fun. It can be scary. I think fun and scary at the same time. Charge your crystals with the sun's power and energy on this day. Great time. Wash them with some moon water and then charge them with the sun's power and energy. The last two are probably the most important um, ones that I can name of how you should be celebrating the summer solstice. How you can celebrate Letha. I think these two are the most important and for one time I am actually going to say, yes, do this. Like, you have to do this, okay? I'm not gatekeeping, but this is something that has to be done. No exceptions. The first one is do something... That makes you happy. Do something on that day that makes you happy, whether it be getting a coffee, getting a croissant or a dessert or going outside or calling a friend or spending time playing a game on your phone or scrolling TikTok or whatever. Just do something that makes you happy in honor of Lisa. And then, the last one, I cannot stress this last one enough. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. You heard that right. Do whatever you want to do. Literally. Anything you want to do that makes you feel like you are connected and celebrating Lotha. That's it. That's literally all there is to it. Whatever makes you happy and makes you feel connected is what you should do. It is the only way that I can tell you that will truly make you feel happy and like you are really celebrating in a way that makes you have a connection and celebrates your inner power and inner growth and all the wonderful things. Self-love, self-care, big, big, big. Throw those in there, very important. But not as important as doing something that makes you happy and doing whatever the fuck you wanna do. Because just like last week's episode, we are witches so anything we do is witchy we are witches so anyway we celebrate the sabbath is witchy celebrations as traditions for us because it's our time we are doing them so i cannot stress enough how important it is to just do what makes you happy and what you want to do You guys are amazing. I love you. The YouTube video is literally loading right now. Um, Last time it took two days. Hopefully this time will not take as long. It's a 5%. No, 11%. We're we're moving up in the world, so we might be up there today. We'll see. But you guys are amazing. I really do love you guys, and I think you're awesome. I love the connection I feel with you guys. I love doing these videos. Next week's going to be a lot of fun. Next week's episode, I'm going to start recording on Saturday night, (laughs) just in case. Um, I will have my new mixer. It'll be here tomorrow, so... That will help a lot. Um, I'll do some practice ones with it throughout the week. And then um, obviously I'll use it for the new episode for next weekend. But next week is all about our powers. Our inner powers, how we find them and our abilities, how we figure out what we got going on, how we unlock them, how we embrace them, how we control them, all of that. We're doing some deep work into our powers. And I am pumped. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great and I cannot wait to be there with you. So before I go, I want you guys to know as I was trying to go through my phone to deal with some stuff, I have <laughs> uncovered some lost emails. You guys, I feel like such a dick. I found emails dated back to 2020 that you guys have sent me that I have not even responded to yet because I told you, you know, the whole thing where they got marked as red and they all got put into different um, folders and all of that shit. So I'm going to be spending time this week and next week in little bits because I don't want to, you know, overload myself but I'm going to be spending time answering those emails opening up, reading them I just noticed that I have a shit ton of message requests now on Messenger that I had not been able to access before so I will be opening those up and responding to people on there. If you had sent me a friend request um, and I didn't accept it, it's probably because I thought it was a scam at first because I'd had a lot of um, issues with scammers getting a shit ton of them so I had stopped basically re- um, accepting a print request so if you did and I declined it um, feel free to send me another one and we will uh, will be buddies so I love you all so much I hope you guys have an amazing day week month year whatever it is when you're listening to this stay witchy stay happy do something that makes you feel amazing bless be, love you bye